welcome back to another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter. I'm your host, Dave. Here with me, two bros, Anthony and Moose. What is up? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> oh, man. We're coming to you guys during the Thursday night football game. It's halftime. Pretty good game so far between the Colts and the Titans. Two very good teams. What do you guys think so far? Um, it's pretty, it's a, it's a pretty good Thursday night game. The one thing that's annoying me right now in one of our leagues, our dynasty, our famous dynasty league, the opponent I'm playing, I traded, uh, Neheim Hines to Naheem Hines to, and yeah. I received, uh, Derek Henry. And it looks like Hines is winning so far tonight. Yeah. That wasn't a one for one trade just for everyone no. out there. There was multiple, multiple pieces involved. But, but from, uh, from yeah. that trade, I think he was one of the two. It was him mm-hmm. and Gallup that I think were the pieces that would help him out the most. Right. And, of course, Hines decides to play like this when he's Against not on my you. team. He knew. He knew you traded them. He took uh, it personally. Yeah, Hines, is like, Hines is like the dump-off king. He's getting so many uh, catches out of the backfield. It's wild. And you know what because, it is for, for all the owners that have, like, if they have Wilkins on their team or Jonathan Taylor and Hines, I feel like awful. I think it's game script. Um, they saw that Hines is playing well, so they keep him in. Jonathan Taylor, you know, we have that uh, season-long bet. I believe it was a bold, a bold bet, was it that he would be outside it top twenty-four? It was your bold bet, yeah. Uh, me and Moose, I have it down as Moose and yeah, I we, versus you. We always said that uh, no, 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 it's you. It's Anthony. It's Anthony versus me and Moose. Me and Moose both said he was top twenty-four. Taylor. Oh. Because oh. Moose was adamant that Mac would get hurt, which he did. <laughs> but um, Jonathan Taylor so good. Think... Like, did you see that twelve-yard run where he just completely demolished oh, yeah, yeah. the defensive back? Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> they just don't use him. Uh, yeah, but he's wisely. dealing with that ankle injury. Uh, looked pretty good to me when he ran that dude over. Yeah, nice. but maybe it's swollen or something. He can only put so much weight on it. Who knows? So currently, you guys are looking pretty good because currently he's in 17th and all the people below him that could pass him are the people that are struggling like he is. Jarek McKinnon, Joe Mixon's not playing, DeAndre Swift, David Johnson now out, Daryl Henderson Jr., Miles Gaskin, Melvin Gordon. Like, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, running back, that's running back this year, man. It's like when you lose eight of the top 10 running backs at some point this year, you know, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler. The list goes on and on and on. That's yeah. that's that's what we're dealing with this year at running back. It's absolutely bonkers. But uh, listen, I'm happy that we have a good Thursday night game. You're right, Anthony. This is uh, a lot better than Jets Broncos. I'll tell you that much. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is uh, a good Thursday night well, game. I mean, it's better on one side of the ball. I mean, Philip Rivers doesn't look so hot. He, uh, he orchestrated a, some a drive there before getting sacked twice, yeah. or whatever it was. But yes, Philip Rivers. We were talking just before the podcast. Uh, you know, guys, the question I put to you is: Is there in real football, not in fantasy football, but in real football, is there a quarterback, a starting quarterback out there that's worse than Philip Rivers, like that you would rather not have than Philip Rivers? I mean, maybe Tua, but it's only because it's his second game. Right, <laughs> and even then, you know there's upside. I would even take Derek Carr. You heard it here first. Yes, yes. Oh my god! I know that's just I, like that, I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah, Um, 
I guess another one that I would I would say is uh, Baker Mayfield. I think I would rather Rivers what? over Baker. Yeah. Come on. Um, Being harsh on Baker there. No. That's harsh on no. Baker, I think. Well, I, I think not, I would nothing. agree. I think I would agree with Anthony, but not really. I, I think a Baker and and I think you have more Baker chances that Baker's going to hit. You have more chances. So the chance that Baker hits and has a good game is the same amount of chance that Rivers hits and has a terrible game. So I would take Baker. Baker can like, throw the ball further than 30 yards at least. Yeah, but if we're talking strictly fantasy here and end of the year, let, let me just put in perspective. No, we're not here. talking real football. We're, we're not talking, talking strictly football. fantasy. Oh, okay. Well, we're talking real football. From fantasy, fantasy, we don't want either Baker or Phillip for no. a week-in, week-out start. But I, sure. I find, okay, so here in real life, with this offensive line, you'll get more consistency. Like, we're talking about them on their own teams right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think Baker Mayfield's too much of a wild card. Um, so Wild card. Yeah, and uh, Moose, you would still rather Cam Newton? Because I think his, his throw is just as wonky as, uh, as like, Rivers. Would you say Rivers or Cam but Newton? Cam can yeah, but, yeah, but Cam, Cam you know Cam Newton can set. get you some touchdowns, you know, like... Daniel Jones? We want to throw out a Daniel Jones. I here? would much rather have Daniel Jones. He's yeah. the they're, fastest. They're, they're, he's the fastest I, person I, in the NFL. I, Didn't you see that breakaway run? Okay, but uh, as far as throwing, I think he has way more turnovers than Philip Rivers does. Philip Rivers yeah, yeah, is the turnover young, he's king. Young, but he's like the still, young version you get, of Philip yeah, Rivers. But you got to again. You got to imagine so Philip Rivers has a great O line. And Philip Rivers can just implode at any second, whereas I feel most of these guys can probably turn it around the in the could second flood. half. The Rivers could flood any given moment. All right. Yeah. Anyways, no breakwaters. What, what, what are you guys drinking today? What's your drink of choice? Michelob Ultra. Yeah, nothing special uh, for me. I'm just doing a Miller Genuine Draft. An old MGD. Killing, killing your draft, as usual, Moose. I have a... Uh, one of the f- most famous beers from China, and it's it's spelled T S I N G T A O, but Tsingtao. that's not ha- how do you pronounce it, Miss? Tsingtao. No, it's actually. Hold on, I'll get the official YouTube uh, our YouTube uh, friend here to pronounce it. Wait for it. Tsingtao. Oh, Tsingtao. Did you hear that? It's a Tsingtao, yeah, which is interesting. Um, I thought that was cool. I looked it up. So Tsingtao beer. It's a lager. And it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a right. little bit it's a little bit similar to a Heineken, I would say, which is a right up your guys' alley. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Uh, it even comes in the green bottle. All right. We are ready for start sit, I think, guys. Oh, I wanted to discuss, guys, since last game was – last week was Buffalo versus Seattle, and it pitted Josh Allen versus Russell Wilson – the two guys whose names we've been using for our start, um, how would you say, a pun, our start pun, and Josh Allen won the game. Should we go Josh Allins? Back to Josh Allins instead of Russell Wilson's? No, because nah. w- winning, <laughs> like, stardom sitem is not about wins. It's about who's going to perform. And Russell Wilson has performed way more than Josh Allen has for now. So, but last week, I think Josh Allen was better than Russell Wilson. Okay, so he had one. Yeah, but, but Russell yeah, but Wilson head was to head. head to head. Russ has not wavered. Yeah. Ah, nice use of the word waver there. Uh, yes, Russ. Russ is. Uh, 
you know, he's he's making his bid for MVP. Yeah. All yeah. right, so we'll keep it Russell Wilson's. Here goes Naheem Hines on another run. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah he's had no, another yeah. couple. It's just uh, it's he has got twenty one point six fantasy points in PPR, and it's a little bit frustrating. In PPR, yikes! All right, start sit. Who's going first? Well, these are. Uh, I, I think. I, I think we all have uh, consensus one here. Yeah, with uh, oh, okay. Jared Goff. Jared Goff this week against uh, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks have the worst defense in the league. Gave up a ton of points through the air to Buffalo last week. I think we can expect the same. Start your uh, Robert Woods. Cooper Cup's a little banged up, so uh, you know. Is he banged temper up? expectations? Yeah, he's he is a banged, banged up. up. But they had the bye hmm. week. I think he'll be okay. I think they're just you know not overworking him in the practices. That's interesting because so, uh, I was going to ask you guys. We've been preaching on the podcast that. Two wide receivers can Jared Goff uh, any given week against Seattle, which you would think would be Woods and Cup. But then, are you would you consider then a Josh Reynolds start, a Van Jefferson start this week over Cup or no, not if, over if Cup? If anything, but... it's uh, over Cup. Uh, no. I would say that I would say it's an Everett start. Yeah. Oh, you think if so? I mean... Yeah, okay, like uh, well, one. I don't think. In uh, redraft leagues, anybody really has Reynolds or Van Jefferson on their team. Um, I wouldn't recommend picking them up for one game. It's really hard to tell because I'm not even sure if Higby is going to be playing, but there's Higby, Everett, Reynolds, and Van Jefferson that you really don't know what they're going to do. And even when they get catches, it's like maybe one in like five games, one of them will go off. I think even with Cooper Cup being injured, Jared Goff. I think even with the Cooper <laughs> Cup. Um, Sorry, I, I got Cooper... inter- to interrupt here just because the Jared Goff. Like I'm just imagining that that's how you might have actually pronounced his name one time, Anthony. <laughs> no, I always say Goff, but you guys are always saying like, did he, did he Goff? And like you're always messing know, around I with know. his name. But, but I like um, it just in that New York style accent, yeah. Jared Goff. Goff. Um, yeah, so it's, he's <laughs> Cooper Cup is the rel- <laughs> I can't go continue. <laughs> no, 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 go. The, We've the, lost the, Moose. Yeah. Moose is out of control. I just I can't, a- I can't. It's because I was thinking of, of Jacoby, and now I'm thinking of J Red go off. <laughs> J Red go off. Okay, all right. Moose is having himself. I'm sorry, Anthony. He's having himself a lot. Anyways, to finish Anthony, my finish your goddamn thought. thought. Finish your um, thought. Cooper Cup, even though he's hampered, he's still a reliable target. They don't need him to run down the field too much. He's just gonna, you know, get a few passes here and there. I think he'll he'll do enough to be a good enough start. Maybe he won't be an RB uh, wide receiver too, but it'll be like a flex play. He'll get flex play worthy points. And what about uh, so Robert Woods then? Is it, yeah, is it for sure. Uh, Robert Woods yeah. is a lock. Nobody's benching him. All right, Robert Woods is and a I, lock. I'm, I'll make a I'll make a bold prediction this week. I think this is the Cam Akers week. Oh it's, really? Uh, really? Just, that is back. a bold prediction. With yeah. Henderson Ooh. coming back, Ooh. Mm. I don't want to take that bet because we all expect it to happen at some point. Coming off the bye, and you're coming off the bye, Moose. You're big on that. Coming right? off the bye. Coming, coming off, off the bye. Yeah. Okay. Um, very very interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, if Robert Woods is a lock and most Los Angeles Rams are locks, 
You know who else might be, guys? Is Drew Locke. He went off for 30 points last week uh, against the Chargers, was it, gentlemen? I believe. No, and he's playing the Chargers. This no, no, he, he already played them. This week he's playing the Las Vegas Raiders, oh, who that's are great. not very good against quarterbacks or pretty much any offense. They are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th overall to QBs, giving up about 21.5 points on average. Uh, but they give up big plays. They give up big plays. But Drew, Drew Locke seems to like. He likes to go deep. He likes to sling the ball. He's got a bit of that gunslinger mentality. He's dancing on the sidelines. He's rapping. I think it could be a play, especially with when we saw Jerry Judy um, really come into his own last week. I think Drew Locke's a play this week if you're looking for uh, someone to start that we recommended you pick up off waiver wires. Absolutely. What do you guys think? Yeah, I would, I would agree with that, but I, this is a start with tempered expectations. Because yeah. to answer your original question, he was playing Atlanta last week. And so, it was all garbage. The Falcons. Even though yeah. garbage counts, it was all at the end of the game. No consistency. Everyone has a good game against Atlanta. Exactly. However, however, you know, they did look good. You know, so yeah, and pe- let's and people just hope they carry it into the, into too, the next so. week. Yes, yeah. but keep in mind what I said last week um, about Jerry Judy when I said to start him when he was my one of my starts of the week, is that, yes, he's like the main guy over there. He's been getting the targets, but he hasn't always gotten over the double digits. So he's, I don't know. It's just, I would say, like Moose said, temper your expectations because I think this could be a week where he doesn't go and get 30 points, Drew Locke. I think he'll go get like 18. Like he'll go back to normal. So he's startable. Uh, the old 18. Yeah, like Lamar Jackson is startable every week, and so Drew Locke, if he can get 18. Oh, my God. Was that Naeem Hines? Your uh, feed is ahead of ours, Anthony, so thanks for ruining the upcoming play as we watch in the uh, background here. Fix your West Coast internet. (laughs) (laughs) um, And it's not. It was Zach Pascal. Okay, that's good. Um, Yeah, so I would say, yeah, he's definitely startable, um, but I would say, like, it's it's a stream worthy, not a thirty point worthy week where you're going to be like, oh, Drew Locke's the next big thing for the rest of the season. Nah. Okay. Um, speaking of next big things that are not going to be the next big thing, uh, my start of this week is DJ Chark. Had a great week last week. Um, I'm I'm thinking that he'll have another good week this week against Green Bay. Um, I, I think he's a go ahead and a start. What do you guys think? I don't know. I like to me again. So Jake Lutton or Luton, whatever his name is, um, played great last week, but they were against Houston, right? Which is uh, a notoriously poor defense. The Green Bay secondary is actually pretty good. Um, so I'd be a little wary about this. I don't know. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel super comfortable. The Green Bay Packers are seventh overall against wide receivers, it looks like. They're giving up um only 20 points to wide receivers per game. So, and they're pretty good against QBs as well. I, I don't know. I think if you, if you're, if you have to go ahead and start them, but if you have other options, I'd look to those other options this week. That's my take. All I'm going to say is I'm not going to disagree with Moose because I have Chark and I need him to play well. So I hope that he does. <laughs> and, and knowing green Bay, they're going to, you know, get an early lead, especially against the terrible Jacksonville Jaguars. So I hope that they're going to throw the ball around a lot. And like Moose said, Chark seems to have uh, 
a rapport with Luton already. So hopefully, um, that's yeah, what I saw well. last week. And and I and I agree with you, Dave, on all the points you made about the Green Bay defense. But it, it comes back to the old: someone's got to catch the ball. And we know Chark is talented. We've seen some talent from from Jake. So uh, you know, I for me, I think it's a it's a it's a safe. Probably wide receiver two start or a flex. Easy. He's, I mean, if we're judging it by the one game they played together, then it's a must start because he got 14 targets from Jake Lennon. So, but I mean, yeah. it, it was the, that was the same thing when uh, Gardner Minshew stepped in. DD Westbrook was supposed to be the guy. And then uh, DJ Chark and I forget who the other wide yeah. receiver was ended up being the, uh, being the, the number ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's true. Anthony, do you have a start for us? Yeah, um, another coming off the bye week situation. Jarvis Landry playing the Houston uh, Texans. Uh, oh, yeah. OBJ's out. Jarvis Landry is the number one receiver now. He's old Mr. Reliable. He won't do anything. Like, he'll make some crazy catches, but he's more of that guy that, you know, when they're in trouble, Baker can trust him and get him the ball. Hooper's going to be back, I believe. So, um, Hoopa. So, it's not only going to be. <laughs> It's not only going to be Jarvis Landry out there, so it's not like everybody's just going to cover him. So yeah. uh, Baker will have his options. Jarvis Landry will get the opportunity, will get the targets. So I think against the Houston defense, he's gonna he's gonna kill it. Yeah, I gotta agree with you, Anthony. Houston sucks, um, and uh, you know, I think Landry's been dealing with an injury that's more significant than he's let on all season, um, and that's why he's been. You know, just just okay, but with Odell out and against that Houston defense, even if Baker only throws the ball twenty five times, you got to figure at least ten of those targets are going to Jarvis Landry this week. So, yeah, I think I think he's definitely a safe play this week against the Texans. How do you guys feel about uh, Rashard Higgins? Not good, not good. I don't think with Hooper coming back, Najoku already there, Harrison Bryant. You know, they like to work their tight ends in. Is Chubb back guys this week or not? He's supposed to be so. back because if Chubb He's comes practicing. back, if Chubb comes back, then I think you'll see Kareem Hunt get a lot of uh, targets out of the backfield as well. Uh, kind of move back to that uh, split system, and I just don't think there's room for Rashad Higgins to get a lot of targets. Like when you're looking at a wide receiver two or three on a team that doesn't throw the ball a lot, yeah, you know, it's it's just not it's not a recipe for success. So, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, the uh, the Colts did not score that touchdown from Zach Pascal, and they went to Jordan Wilkins on a fourth and goal. Guess what? Didn't get it. And you know what I want to say? <laughs> Why not go to Jonathan Taylor? I don't get it. That was one point I wanted to make, and the second point is I now here we have to censor or put this episode as explicit. I fucking hate teams <laughs> like the Indianapolis Colts. They had the ball to start the second half. They killed half the fucking quarter going down the field and not even getting a goddamn point. The whole no fantasy um, relevance. I want to I want to say one thing. I want to say one thing towards your frustration, Dave, and yeah. know, probably Anthony. It, it's Frank Reich. So I I used to have Marlon Mack uh, two or three years ago, and I was so pumped. I was like, Yeah, Marlon Mack's gonna be the guy. He's gonna be the guy. And Frank Reich always said. Yeah, we're going to get Marlon Mack involved. We're going to get him involved. So every week you'd start him. And he'd be like, yeah, so much potential. And then Frank Reich wouldn't play him. 
And, and now I'm seeing the same thing with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get him in there. Like we'll get rookies. him in there. And then they yeah. just don't get him in there. So. Wow. Absolutely well. Damn, it's yeah. super frustrating I, for Jonathan it's, Taylor. It's, a, it's an exact repeat. Yeah. And then I'm trying to. I'm tr- Do you want to go on the rant, want... Anthony? I can give you 30 seconds. Should we make it official or, or do you need to and that coming advance? to you now? <laughs> yes, let's do it. <laughs> All right. I, what we, I forget what we used it to call is, this. I just and, can't. And yeah. Anthony Harrison. I just rant. can't. Are, are we doing the it? Anthony Harrison. Rant. We're doing it. Ready? Yes. We just, we and just announced it. Go. So, as a fantasy supposed expert, I want to see exciting games. I don't want teams like the fucking Indianapolis Colts killing time. I want players like Derrick Henry to have an opportunity to come back and generate some fantasy points for me. Are you fucking kidding me? Killed the whole half of the quarter with not even any points. And when is Derrick Henry going to get in here? Use the players. Get some exciting football out here. I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. Sick and tired of it. And Philip Rivers. I think Philip was Philip Rivers yeah. or Drew Brees. One of those was our was our N word. It was Brees. <laughs> our safe I think it was, word. It was I think it was Drew Brees. I mixed up my uh, old quarterbacks. Great job, Anthony. That was intense, man. You came at us very, loud. Uh, very vexed. <laughs> very vexed. I'm Anyways. tired of the Thursday night games. Like, whoa, whoa, Anthony, you've had your thirty seconds. You've had your thirty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, okay, get let's, over, uh, Anthony. Let's move on. Moving to our on. Sits. I, I hold. On, I have one more start for you guys. I only mentioned oh, one. one more start. Oh, um, I have a start as well. Okay, yeah. so I'd like to bring up – you guys have mentioned him on the podcast before, um, Darnell Mooney. Uh, I, now, I know Chicago offense – we just talked about wide receiver twos on bad offenses, steer clear, which Chicago would fall into that category. But they're up against the Minnesota Vikings, who are the second worst team, second only to Seattle, against wide receivers in fantasy football. And Darnell Mooney, do you know he has 50 targets and zero drops this year? The guy has sticky – fingers and he got 11 targets last year some of them were uncatchable uh so we only had five for 43 last week but 11 targets that that piques my interest so i think darnell mooney is uh if you need um a fringe wide receiver start could be a good start this week that's my uh, yeah my start is he doesn't do anything (laughs) (laughs) my start is uh, it's a flex start um i don't know if you can trust him just yet to be Wide receiver one, wide receiver two, but he's definitely a huge flex. Uh, Christian Kirk, he's coming off two weeks of huge fantasy production. Um, I think we can expect Buffalo is going to focus on um, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, yep. And I think think if if the Cardinals – I mean, I'll be honest here. Uh, I have Christian Kirk on my team, so I'm watching these games pretty closely. They seem to love Andy Isabella. The guy can't catch the ball. He always no. he's, he drops the ball all over the place. So the deep option is Christian Kirk, and this guy can just he lights it up. He lights it up fifty yards down the field and gets touchdowns. So I think for a flex, if you can get him, that's what you want. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree, hundred percent. Go ahead. Anthony. I think people forgot about Christian Kirk this year because he was supposed to be the number one guy, and then they went out and got Derek uh, Derek Henry, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And you know, I think Kirk had injury issues at the beginning of the season. Yeah, he did. So and there was always the healthy. looming Larry Fitzgerald because everybody's yeah. going, "Okay, it's DeAndre Hopkins one, then Larry Fitzgerald." Um, you know, and then you know, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake Kenyon. was brought into the mix. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, they're like, "Okay, then Christian Kirk." So he's the fourth fourth option on the team. 
Obviously, Kenny Drake's injured now. People always brought up um, Andy Isabella. There was always speculation about Keyshawn Johnson as well. So there was the wide receiver core in, in Arizona is crazy. And people just, you know, weren't really factoring in Christian Kirk, but he is an epic deep threat. So, yeah. you know, he may not get yeah. a substantial targets, but the targets he does get are going to just light up your score. Yeah, and I think you nailed it. You nailed it with uh, mentioning that uh, the attention is going to be on DeAndre Hopkins. It has to be. And Buffalo's shutdown corner, Tredavious White, uh, will certainly line up against DeAndre Hopkins on most snaps. Um and we'll see Christian Kirk, I think, get plenty of targets and be able to light it up. Because overall, the Buffalo defense gives up points. Uh, and even if you look at DK Metcalf, I think the most of DK Metcalf's yardage against Buffalo came when he was not lined up against Tredavious White um, when they moved him off of him. So I think that uh, that's a very wise start there, most Christian Kirk. Yeah. Agreed on all accounts. All right, any uh, others before we move on? Yeah, I just wanted to mention this one because... Um, I think it's important because he's a waiver wire pickup from the past two, three weeks. And, um, you know, Mark Ingram's still injured. So my pick is Gus Edwards. Uh, New England run defense is not very good. And I know this, this season, the Baltimore Ravens love to just play this Indianapolis Colts type of game and just kill the clock with running. So I think Gus Edwards will get enough of an opportunity, and I think he gets into the end zone this week as well. So he will be in the double digits, be a flex play for this week, or even an RB2. Would you guys take... Sorry, go ahead, Anthony. No, 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 go, go. I was pretty much... Would you guys take Gus Edwards over J.K. Dobbins? Yes. I thought about it, and that's why I picked uh, Edwards. I think Edwards will get the opportunity on the goal line, too, which is why I feel that he will be the better option. He certainly seems to be more of the goal line guy. Um, To me, I was really impressed with J.K. Dobbins' 113 yards against the Steelers, but then last week he was just so-so. So, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Probably could be Gus Edwards' week. Yeah. All right. Moving on to sits, some Jared Sidhams, some good old Jared Sidhams, guys. Who you got? Uh, Don't all go at once. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to like this. From like, I don't think you guys will agree with me, but I'm going to say Justin Jefferson because Cousins is, you know, hit or miss sometimes, and the, the Bears' defense is really good against the pass. Yep. They got some great corners, and I think Justin Jefferson, like a lot of people are predicting that Justin Jefferson off the bye week is going to have a big game, but um, I don't think against the Bears. I, uh, Minnesota usually has problems against the Bears, so yeah, I don't I'm, think he'll uh, have a big game. I'm sipping my uh, my Ching Tao here, guys, and it's going down real easy. You know what doesn't go easy? <laughs> Wide receivers against the Bears. Like, the Bears are tremendous defense. Like, they're surviving off of just their defense. Their offense is horrible. So I actually I got Justin Jefferson written down here as well. He's he's volatile. Oh, nice. Like listen, he could catch one for 75 yards. Uh, and that would suck. But I think the smarter play is that you sit him and go to someone else because he, you know, Chicago's very likely to shut him down. Oh, I agree. No. All right, oh, Moose, who you no. got? Um well I've got a sit that was actually it was one of our waiver wire pickups. And you know okay. we've said it before that we've said it before that you know just because you pick someone up on the waiver wire doesn't mean you play them right away. And uh, this is our famous uh, Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby. New England's going up. 
New first England's of all, going I said up against Jacoby. Buffalo. I said Jacoby. Mm, no, the first time you said, said no, you, no, no, you didn't. Jacoby. I said Jacoby. Yeah. Well, it was Jacoby. Yeah. Whatever you said, ain't the. It wasn't right. <laughs> And I'm sorry, the name is like the blacker version of Jacob. So I said Jacoby, but it's a K, so it's it's not that far fetched. Like when I messed up Nahim and Niheim, like that's like very different. Like Jacob, Jacoby, Jacoby, you know, it's only their names anyways, in the realm. Anyways, so, I feel like New England's gonna Jacoby New England's hard. New England's gonna mess up this game just as bad as Anthony messed up his name. Uh, Baltimore is a fantastic defense. Uh, Jacoby, he's, he's, this is only his second season. Cam Newton doesn't look the greatest and that was up against the Jets. I I really don't think it's going to be a good week for New England this week. No. So it doesn't, you're willing to sit him even after he had two weeks ago, 10 targets and this past week, 14 targets and he caught 12 for 169 yards. Yeah. Yes. Baltimore okay. is much better defense. It would be much as if better. like they're playing the Bears. It's like are are you going <laughs> to like if he's the best receiver on the team, then he's going to have Marcus Peters on him and we know how good Marcus Peters is, so Yeah. Well, I mean like listen, if you waiver wired him or you know, or if you have him on your team, you probably don't need to start him because right. he's probably one of your bench players, so you can afford to not start him this week, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, if you picked him up before, you're lucky that he's playing as well as he has been, but it's not the week for it. It's like, don't play your guys against... It's like the good old when... Um, what's it called? Uh, what, what they used to call the Legion of Boom? It's like, you never played your receivers against Seattle defense before. It, you don't play them... You don't play your receivers against Baltimore. You don't play your receivers against the Bears now. It's just avoid it. Especially a guy like Jacoby Myers that is not an upper echelon wide receiver. Agreed. All right, so Jacoby's on the list. So in that same vein, guys, do you start Cam Newton or is he a sit this weekend? Oh, he's a big sit. Big sit. Good, because I have him on my list for a sit. Um, Other quarterback that I have to sit is Matthew Stafford this week. Um, Kenny Galladay's out. Um, Who else did we say is out? TJ Hawkinson, Anthony, you said might be well, out. Yeah, this he might week. be out. He's the, he's not really practicing right now, so it's not looking good. So in that case, uh, Detroit um, going up against Washington, Washington, Roman numeral two, who is in fantasy football the best defense against wide receivers this year, believe it or not. You might be surprised by that fact, but they are. I would definitely sit Matt Stafford this week when his only options now are Marvin Jones. And Marvin Hall and Quintus Cephas. Yeah. Uh, maybe so. um, DeAndre Swift in the past game, too, a little sure. bit. But I think that's going to be trouble for them this week uh, without yeah. those key people. So I'd sit Matt Stafford. What do you guys yeah. got? Anthony, who else is your sit I, this week? Well, I also had Matt Stafford as a sit. Oh, great. Uh, that's a double. I had Matt, uh, yeah, I had Matt Stafford on my list for all those same reasons. And uh, Moose and I agree on one, too. Um, Giovanni Bernard. Uh, The Cincinnati Bagels are playing the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. I was going to say the Penguins, but we're not talking about hockey. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, Mixon's not practicing, Joe Mixon. 
Uh, so it looks like he's not going to play. Of course, wait till the official ruled out, but it doesn't look like he's going to play. And the Pittsburgh D is really good. Um, I think <laughs> Joe Burrow, Joe Exotic, is another potential sit that I'll just, you know, graze over here. Uh, but I think Cincinnati's going to struggle this game. And yeah, you know, Giovanni's the backup. Um, he might struggle. In the run game might be okay in the pass game, but I don't think he's worth the start. Like you've benefited from picking him up so far, but this is another week that you. This is a week like uh, the other guys playing Baltimore and the Bears, where I think sit him this week. Yeah, I think uh, I'd be okay starting Joe Burrow. Pittsburgh has this knack for keeping teams in the game. Like if you look at all their scores, they're eight no, but they've allowed teams to stay in the game, and especially via the pass they shut down the run totally so i think giovanni bernard's very smart uh sit but they seem seem to allow people to pass on them and if they're going to be playing from behind the Bengals, you know joe burrow's going to throw the ball 50 plus times i think he could be okay he might throw what's a 90 the, uh, i think he'll be okay though what's the status on ben roethlisberger is he playing they said so he had a negative covid test uh now he just needs one more negative covid test in a row and he'll be good to play. And the the Steelers said, I almost said the Penguins there, buddy. The Steelers said, even if he doesn't play all week, he's still starting. So so his knees his knees are fine. There's no issues with the I knees. I think his knees are fine, yeah. And in well, fact, remember, he's been he's been able to rest them all week. Yeah, but there was a little bit of uh an issue with uh his injury there. Cause I think he might have pulled like a soccer injury where he grabbed the wrong leg. So there was a lot of talk going on when he went down. He said he hurt his right knee, but in the footage he grabbed his left knee or vice versa. So no, I no, think no, he no. just no, want, they said he hurt Anthony. both knees. No, no, they no. said he hurt both he, knees. But yeah, he busted up both knees. <laughs> That's what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not a fake. He he hurt one knee and then continued playing and then hurt the other knee. But then to not even have the cue on his name or a or like a probable like it's kind of sketchy. I think he he did the right thing because he's just so injury prone. So I don't know. I I think he just did it and oversold it just in case because he didn't want to get injured. So it was good that he took. Oh, good God, this game is unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I hate focused, going, Anthony. <laughs> I can't. I can't handle it. I can't. I mean, I I would have thought you would have got upset about. Um... The, the Naheem Hines touchdown before, but you didn't say a word. Yeah, well, he's had fucking 30 points. What do you want me to do? I'm I'm, go, I'm going into Sunday night down like 30 points pretty much. Like, uh, it's Jesus. It's tough. It's tough. Hey, Derek listen. Henry, my God, two goose eggs in That's a row. That's fantasy football for you. All right, guys, other sits. Um, I have on my list, guys. Um, we already did a bunch of quarterbacks, but I want to get your thoughts on Mark Andrews versus New England. New England's been tremendous against tight ends this year. They have a. They are notorious for taking away the opponent's best option on offense, which you would figure is Mark Andrews. I remember when Darren Waller and the Raiders went up against them. Darren Waller really struggled. Would you be concerned starting Mark Andrews this week? Yes, every week now. Yeah, every I think <laughs> I think Boyle is getting more receptions than he is. I think I think he's playing with an injury. To be quite honest, Boyle is Mark Andrews more. the new Hayden Hurst. Oh. oh, meaning what? What does that mean? What do you mean by Hayden Hurst? Explain yourself. Meaning that he's getting overtaken yeah, by, by Nick the, Boyle, the tight end <laughs> by the tight end too. He, <laughs> Mark Andrews to Atlanta next year. 
I, well, I hope not. Hayden Hurst is doing so well. One of the most consistent tight ends this year in a position where you just can't bank on consistency besides Travis Kelsey and George Kittle when he's healthy. Man, Hayden Hurst has been consistently a top 10 tight end. He hasn't been consistent. He's been super consistent. Super consistent. Currently sits as uh, number nine or nine or eight on the year. He's great. Low floor. High floor, I should say. And his uh, weekly output, he's been great. Um, okay, what about another tight end, guys? Hunter Henry going up against the Miami Dolphins, who have also been very good against the tight ends position. Tight ends' position? What do you think about him? I would say uh, try and find a better option. Try and find a better option than Hunter Henry. Yeah, so are, and not... are you full sitting in Mark Andrews, Anthony? Is that your... Well, uh, if you drafted Mark think, Andrews, I, yeah, I th- you you have I think to you, play. I think you sit. Yeah, you sit any receiver in Baltimore until Lamar starts throwing the ball better. Mm. But Very like, fair. if you drafted Mark Andrews, you drafted him almost as early as Kittle and Kelsey. So yeah, unless you manage to pick up a guy off the waiver wire, uh, or like if Noah Fant is like I picked up Noah Fant this week in the league. Um, he, the backup, uh, Alex O. What is it, Alex? Alex O. Albert Okugan. Oh, Quigenbaum. Albert O. He is yeah. done for the season with a torn ACL. So no offense, and no offense is practicing in full again. So I think no offense playing against the Vegas Raiders will do well as well. So pick up a guy like that. Uh, Hooper's back. He might be on some waiver wires. Pick him up. Maybe play them over uh, Andrews. But if you don't. There's not too many tight ends left to pick up, so you're kind of going to get stuck playing him and Henry, too. Henry, too. Did, Any other uh, sits, guys? Did, did we go? Yeah, I was going to say, did we go through all our sits yet? We have Justin Jefferson, Jacoby Myers, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, Mark Andrews, Hunter Henry. Um, yeah, that's we, about in yeah. mind. I mean, the only other one I have on my list is Devin Singletary. Uh, I even think, guys, is he is he droppable, Devin Singletary? Hmm. Or would you just hang on to him on your bench? In I, th- case? I think you hang on to him. I think he, yeah, like I, I said last episode, I think you guys gave me a look because I said drop him, but uh, maybe not. The thing is, who maybe. would who would you drop him for? Right. Like he right. he's, he's a starting running, back, running back. He's a starting running back caliber, and as previously mentioned, there's no running backs available. So to drop him, you must have. An amazing team. Like your team must be, or or elite he's your everywhere. Yeah, or he's your fifth running back or something. You know, like you would put four guys ahead of him. You're right, Moose. Like if you're dropping him and it, and trying to pick up another running back, then yeah, you're not going to find a better one or a better option. So, but be aware. A few on him. Zach Moss looks like he's taking over that backfield. Um, not a sit, guys. Not at all a sit because you got to start this guy every week. But uh, DK Metcalf versus Jalen Ramsey this week, um, you know, this could be a proving ground for DK. If he can, uh, Jalen Ramsey's probably the best corner in the league. He's at least up there. We'll see what wait, he can wait, do wait, wait, against them. You still need DK to prove to you? Not yeah. a sit. Not a sit. I'm just saying, don't expect 25 points. Yeah, I think they'll easily go tie Lockett. I think it's going to be a tie Lockett week. And, uh, you know, we saw DK got get. What did he get? One point, one week. Um, that uh, a game against Arizona, where he was up against Buda Baker a lot, and 
I think Jalen Ramsey is real good, guys. So I think it's just ex- just limit your expectations. I think it's more like a ten point. So you think this day. is a locket? You think this? Well, I think DK Metcalf is the type of receiver to humble uh, Jalen Ramsey. I I do think Jalen Ramsey won't be able to cover DK Metcalf, but I don't know. I think it might be a locket week. I yeah. think, like you said, we'll see. I mean, but you're not going to sit him. Uh, you know, you're going to start DK no. every week. So he's one of the top three receivers in the league for fantasy. But it'll be interesting. See what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Who's is that? Okay. You looked upset, Moose. Well, DK. I, I just didn't, I didn't, that's I didn't why understand upset. the comment. I didn't understand the comment. All right. All right. Now you got it. <laughs> all right. We're watching Derrick Henry uh, eat up the Colts here, but the Colts scored on defense. That looks trouble, Anthony. It looks trouble. Yeah, because I'm playing Dave in another league, a league that Dave is not even in a playoff position, and he his only two players tonight is is blank. What is it, Blankenship? Rodrigo Blankenship, my friend, and, and the Colts defense <laughs> the Colts that we're doing. <laughs> that at half I was up, and then now he has ten points and ten points. The fuck, darn tootin'. Listen, I, uh, this is I the league the where Thursday I lost Saquon Barkley, George Kittle. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Miles Sanders for most of the year, so I'll take any any freebies I get, my friend. <laughs> well, okay, fr- freebies right now. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't think that your your kicker and your D has been losing you every week. It's your other players, so yeah. well, let's just wait and see. Okay, Anthony's hot. He's hot tonight. All right, guys, what game are you most looking forward to this week? We haven't done this in a while, but it's our Thursday night episode. Um, this has been a great game so far, Colts Titans, except if you're Anthony. But uh, there's some Fuck. decent games on the on tap um, coming in this week, and I want to say probably Buffalo, Arizona. To. Yep, I was going to say the same. Buffalo, Arizona is going to be a really fun one. It's a Sunday afternoon game. That's going to be great. Um, I like Seahawks I think, Rams. I think Seahawks Rams will be exciting. Yeah. Another Sunday afternoon one. Yeah, yeah I think and those then, are the top two. Probably top two. And you know what, I. You're gonna laugh, but I think Philly, New York, is gonna be. I mean, it's 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 a. The winner has like if Ugh. Philly wins, they got the secure the first place in the division. If New York wins, they have a chance at first place in the division. They have a very good defense. Yeah, but nobody cares about that division. I think there's more interesting. No, 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 no. There's like more interesting like scenarios to watch. Like for example, will Tua have a good game against the Chargers? Like the development of Tua and the Miami defense. Like, are they going to go on a run and you know make a push for the playoffs? Uh, there's the collapse of Cam Newton, but that's a night game, so everybody will watch that. But like, oof. Giants Philly like is that really that's like I think Houston Cleveland might be more exciting than that just to see all the fantasy points scored potential also Tampa Bay Carolina could be pretty fun yeah Teddy Bridgewater is exciting to should we just list all the games (laughs) listen we love football Moose we love (laughs) football we can't get enough of it but yeah definitely Arizona uh, Buffalo the two the two quarterbacks that we said would be that I said would be one in Josh Allen, and you guys said it would be, uh, um, well, Moose said Dak Prescott, but uh, I'm I believe Dave, you said Kyler, Kyler Murray. Murray. So yeah, that'll, that'll be, be exciting. Kyler versus Josh. All right. Well, we should watch it together on uh, on the line. All right, guys. Um, I think we're ready to sign off. Any uh, little updates you guys got for us, or are you going to interrupt me, Moose, on the sign off? Um. I, I don't think so. Interruption I, if I you give him the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think I have any little uh, tidbits of uh, 
of things going on, really. Yeah. Well, we're heading into into week ten. This is it. Either either you know you're in the playoffs, and good luck. Um, and maybe you should start. We'll talk about waiver wire. Maybe targeting uh, people with good playoff matchups, or you're definitely out of the playoffs. And in that case, don't tank. Don't ignore your team. Keep playing, please, for the integrity of your leagues. Or you're in the most exciting position possible, which is you're grinding for a playoff spot. In which, in which case, every start, every sit matters. So hopefully, you took our advice to heart. And we wish you all the luck in week 10. Go get that W. Is this you signing off, Dave? That that about does it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next I, time. Well, because I just well, I just want to say because you, you brought up some you brought up some points in the sign-off. I just want to say, no, 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 because I want it's important what you said, because it's if you tank, it's just embarrassing. Fantasy football is about doing your best despite the crazy odds. Dave, you lost your top four picks. You're still in it. You're still trying to I'm do your best. In. I'm still trying to make the playoffs, baby. Yeah. I'm still going. It's, it's all about, it's, you know, some people play fantasy for money. Sometimes as a trophy. The most important thing, it's about it's pride. pride. It's about pride. You're absolutely right. And you know what and when you tank, you, know what it, when you, tank yeah. you take all your pride and you throw it in the trash. It's gone. You Not just trash that, it. This is something people look forward to, like Moose said. So tanking to me is like when you play a board game with a child and the child loses his temper because he's losing and then flips mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. You're like a grown man or woman crying and flipping the board. That's what you're doing when you're tanking. Like yep. nobody wants that in their league. Yeah. So be a man, be a woman, suck it up, finish the season. Couldn't agree more. That's our advice. Don't tank. Be cool. Don't tank. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Ciao.